0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to welcome to the show Mark Sheehan. Mark is 26 years old and he has been left with serious facial injuries after an attack on Dublin bus at the weekend. And Mark, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Can you maybe talk me through, talk all of our listeners through what happened to you on Saturday night?
1: Um, I had been out celebrating. Uh, with my friends, it was it was kind of like a, a culmination of a few different celebrations. It was two birthdays. I had just passed my driving test. And two of them had also just moved into a, an apartment together, and then another one was back visiting from Finland. So it was really just like this massive celebration kind of night happening. And the whole night was fabulous. We had been in the George and... We had came out of the George at 3 o'clock, so just as it was ending, and myself and three of my friends, we all live in the same direction, so we headed for the bus home together. Um, I regret not getting a taxi, obviously, in hindsight, but it's the 15 service, which does run um, 24-7, so it it seemed that handy just to go and catch that. So off we went, and we, we caught a bus home, and uh, at the following stop, just one stop after we had gotten on, this large group of kind of young lads got on with some girlfriends, just really, really big group of them, and they were kind of surrounding us back in front and to sides. And you could tell by the cost of them and how kind of out of it they were, that, oh, Jesus, like, here, here comes some trouble. So immediately my friends and I were almost kind of minimizing our, Presence as much as we can because you know we're we're four gay men on a bus. Uh, my friend literally had a birthday crown still on, so if we were sticking out a little bit. But you know, it's it's obviously no justification, or it just it shouldn't be any justification for what happened to us. But um, almost immediately, they they had fixated on us, and they were laughing at my friend. They were trying to grab the crown off his head. Um, I was just turning up the music. They were continuing, they were prodding, poking, trying to grab the crown more. Um, and it got to a point that as we were approaching a certain stop, we, I kind of think we gave each other a look and we like, yeah, we'll get off and get a taxi. And as myself and my friend beside me were taking out the earbuds to put back into the case, I heard, you know, some, some really offensive, homophobic slur being used, a really, really particularly caution one. And I turned around almost as a reflex and just looked at him. I was like, would you ever cough on at your age? And I was very, very selective in how I spoke with them at all times, not to raise my voice, not to be overly pointed, and not to swear, because it, it's, you know, I'm aware of these people would, that just as soon attack you as I learned, regardless. But I I said that to him, and he was threatening me immediately, like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, smash your face in! Don't you be looking at me again." Just all sorts of profanities Um, and so. I just, I was just in shock, you know. I was just really frustrated. I shook my head and kind of rolled my eyes and, and turned back around to look at my friends. And again, as I said, you know, they look for these little indicators. So that shake of the head and the eye roll, he kicked my earphones out of my hand. Um, so they went launched across the bus. My friends were already starting to stand up to get off at the next stop. And I'm suddenly thinking, Jesus Christ, they're after going in under the seat. And I jump up and stand up. I, I turn to him and I go, why Why would you do that just now? I don't understand. I just look back and I was like, I hope you're proud for what you're doing. That's the most scumbag behavior I've ever seen in my life. And I cannot believe not one of you had the next stand in. Um, and again, they're hurling all sorts of you up at me, you know, well, smash your head in, you know, all this. And I, I think I was just like, yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, that would be worthwhile. And... Um, I regret saying it because one of them it was the one that I kicked them from my ha- um my hands he absolutely did, he charged up the aisle at me as I started walking down the stairs and uh I wouldn't even have been able to tell you it was a head boy. it was my friends who saw I just blacked out immediately and and when I came to a few seconds later, uh, there was this blood kind of leaking down, I could feel just the blood leaking over my lips and down onto my shoes. I could actually feel it hitting my shoes. So I looked down just saw the blood and went completely pale. They came came quite quick. And um when the um, even when the ambulance arrived, I was thinking, Jesus this is already dramatic. I I just wanna go home. Please mm-hmm. take me home. I, I'm so upset, i want to get into my bed, I wanna wash my face and go to sleep. I was sobbing, I was trying to calm my my friends and all, a video call, anyone I could think to at the time to come and pick me up and the the two paramedics were saying, no, 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 you can't move, you can't move, your your face is split, you need stitches, you're going to have to go to the hospital and I was, again, this was just set me off even further the realisation of how bad well it was so, onto the bus or, sorry, I could say bus, onto the um, ambulance I got and they took me to mm-hmm. a hospital and I got was there for about six hours. Um, uh, a guardy, she came and she took a kind of a brief report there, but and to follow up with that later in the week, a full report. Mm. Uh, a case number has been opened, and there is, there is um, an inv- investigator assigned as of this morning, which is obviously the pressure off the media looking for uh, reports. You know, this is why I'm doing this, because I want to have this pushed. I don't want it sliding under the rug, because you see that's happened far too often, where it's like a big kind of reaction at first, but then nothing follows through. So I, I really want the Guardian to follow through as best as they can on this, and, and for something to start finally happening. It, it feels like we're on the cusp of, you know, so many things happening mm-hmm. with, with, you know, hate crime laws and... um you know, with transport authorities coming in, uh, it just makes no sense, you know. I, I was saying earlier how I couldn't understand how it got from point A to point B, how it went from you know, happy nine out and just trying to minimize your presence on a bus, to standing outside one and watching your attackers tear out the window while you're bleeding out on the side of the road. It was just a horrible, horrible, harrowing feeling. I, I haven't really slept since it's happened, so it it's really just sticking in my mind at this point.
0: Yeah. How's the physical health mark? The um so what's happened
1: is the headbutt it split the upper bridge off my nose. The swelling by the time I had gotten through the waiting room in the A and E, I was there about six hours, so it was the early in the mornings of Sunday morning. The early hours of Sunday morning. Um before they uh, got a proper look at it and they said the swelling at this point was, was too much to fully identify if it was either broken or fractured. They could see it was misaligned. It's completely to one side basically at the moment. But they said, I am going to have to wait for the swelling to subside quite a lot before they can do a proper x-ray on it okay. um, and identify what's wrong with it. So they said the fracture clinic is going to follow up with me uh, later in this week.
0: Like for people at home, Mark, it's really harrowing listening to you describe the night and and how it panned out. But in a way, and I d- I don't want this to, to to sound the wrong way or anything, or to, you to take it up the wrong way. That the almost most shocking thing about it w- was something you said right at the outset. It's how you kind of uh, almost kind of brushed aside the fact. Well, this kind of happens a lot. You know what I mean uh, on the bus. But you know we have to do this all the time. We have to check ourselves all the time and diminish our presence because you know we're always kind of yeah. subject to this type of stuff.
1: It's true. No, it, it is true, and it's it's walking up the road to, to little to pick up your shopping, or it's it's just anything really, it can be in a shop. It can be just about anywhere, and it it, it feels most restrained, and and it feels most present on buses or on the Lewis as well. It. It just seems like a breeding ground for this this type of behavior. and To me, I just don't understand why people who are in such a state or who are coming on so threatening are allowed on in the first place. It seems insane. You can hear these guys outside the bus and then on the bus and then thumping up the stairs and they were, the cut of them, they were off their heads. You know, God knows what medley of drugs and everything they were on to, to have them so amped up and aggressive, but I I don't understand why from the offset they were allowed on the bus and this this is always the case. It's mm. I get on a bus, I'm fat there, I'm chilling, I'm listening to my music and mm. that's how I know there's a group of second lads who are absolutely off their heads or just looking rough as anything, coming on swearing and, and trying to engage you. And you're just trying everything in your power to not make eye contact. That's how it is. It's not even a case of Oh, pay no mind to them. It's being afraid to look back in your peripheral because you might just catch their eye, and they're going to come and kick your head. And it's just a reality of how this goes. And I know so many queer people in Ireland will relate to that exact feeling that you spend your life trying to be confident and trying to be present, are trying to be present and and courageous, and you know this example of. of you know queerness in Ireland for other LGBT youth, but then you're completely trying to avoid eye contact with half the people you're seeing out in the world because you, you deem them a threat.
0: So yeah, it's like a, it's it's striking. Is it six? It was it 2014 with that famous uh, panty speech in the Abbey, the Noble Call, and just check yourself was the phrase, wasn't it, that was used in it, and um, the, the idea
1: that one, of checking. I remember crying so much when I had first watched that because it did summarize. And I think Panty mentioned specifically this idea of standing at traffic lights waiting to cross the road. Yeah. And this is a, something even now, you know, I'm 26 now. This used to be something I did when I was a teenager where I'd stand and I'd analyze, Oh, who's looking at me from the car? Cause when you're younger, you, you make everything so much bigger in your head and I had always hoped all these anxieties would be gone by now, but, you know, here I am at 26, I'm still scared of teenagers, I'm still scared of large groups of them, I'm still scared of what they'll say, and I, I'm still analysing eyes, their eyes coming out windows at me, and their yeah. people taking pictures, it happens, I've seen flash photography being taken from cars, you know, simply because I got a bit dressed up for a night out, and I'm waiting at a bus stop, it's, horrible, but you are constantly just waiting for something in your peripheral and trying to deem it a, a big enough threat or not.
0: Well, listen, Mark, well, uh, I think everybody listening to this will be with you in terms of the need for, you know, a real investigation and real consequences. And we all wish you well with your recovery. And listen, uh, The physical damage sounds fairly substantial, but they'll solve that. It sounds like maybe the longer-term legacy is 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 kind of kind of going to be deeper. But thanks a million for taking the time to speak to us. Not at all. Thank you for the platform. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddey with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.